0: yeah so what is today today is thursday Thursday. may 6th 2021 today is the new and improved new and always improved forget computers podcast we were just talking about the challenges of working from home and i won't mention any names but what was it? we'll call her your roommate Eric no, let's
1: not do that don't do that uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah it's just uh what we were, do you what do you actually, call each other well what actually you- we were kind of more talking about just how technology makes all these things possible which is amazing <laughs> but it also just makes all these things run together like your schedule mm. like it's even though it's this true. time was set for us to do this it's just butting up against all these other things in our lives that we're running around doing. So did we really carve out time for it? It, it feels like all this stuff just sort of happens simultaneously, you know? So um, unfortunately or fortunately, yeah. I don't know. Who knows? I
0: have, I have some ideas about that. I, and I won't say that I've mastered it. But I remember years ago, I was told by someone with more wisdom than me that I needed to put things on the calendar and stick to the calendar. Oh, I just dropped my Air, AirPod. And that was, um, by the way, my AirPods got fixed by Apple. They're back. Oh, nice. um, I didn't really understand what he meant by that, but now I do. And that is if I put it on the calendar and if I stick to the calendar, then I do make that time. Even if it the calendar says, you know, take a break. I, I have not mastered that. That was really hard. Like I will still cheat myself, not do what's on the calendar. And some people absolutely hate that idea. They hate the idea that they have to, live self care yeah by, yeah through a calendar like that right
2: oh through uh, a calendar yeah no no
0: self no well some people might hate self care too but no just the idea that they have to structure their life so that they can't have the freedom to to do what they want they must i know that have sounds kids. crazy <laughs> yeah yeah
2: I mean, I know you're a little further down the road, but that, you know, that's kind of where it kicked in for me. I, I, don't, I think I took it for granted. I still have a disability when it comes to calendars. It's really, it's really tricky. It seems like you know, whether it's an email reminder or a ding, ding, ding reminder, you know, sometimes if I'm away from something and I get you know, like, you know, distracted and I'm not around a device for some reason, it's really easy to you know, lose track of it. And so I started like, just scheduling my, I set my default in my calendar time, instead of top of the hour, cause that's the default setting, right? Top and, mm-hmm. and half past the hour. I changed it by five minutes so that all my, any, any of the meetings that I send start at five after the hour and five past the half hour. So, you know, whatever, 35. And so I know what you're saying loud and clear.
0: Well, I, th- I need to put breaks in between my meetings. That's where I'm failing. Uh, and I need to stick mm-hmm. to my calendar and, um, and it's funny that, Ch- Chad, you said you, you uh, have challenges with a calendar, and then you just described this, this system that sounds like you put extra challenge in by starting five minutes later. I know that's not what you did. I <laughs> yeah. know it works for you. But It's funny. It's yeah. funny, isn't it? Counterintuitive. Okay. What, so I, I want to get back to, you know, if we had a production person, which eventually <laughs> we're going to get, they would say the the origin story of the name forget computers and and we oh, started yeah. on that at that's like
2: true.
0: 15 after the hour and then 45 minutes later we veered so far off that we never answered the question and um so eric cass
1: wait what? still there
0: did we lose you <laughs> yeah. yeah did you wake up that's the question
1: yeah snap out of it i'm here
0: and eric has a new mic so he sounds much better um, yeah so i noticed that great. from
1: the uh, last uh the last podcast you guys have your fancy nice microphones there and i just was using i think the airpods and it sounds kind of ridiculous in comparison i think if you didn't if we were all on the same level it would have probably it still wouldn't have sounded good but it wouldn't have been so noticeable that it was like wow that sounds terrible
0: well also you know chad does do a little post editing he likes to take the guest voice and just like hit the treble up and then he, he puts the bass uh low on ours so
2: just to make us sound better <laughs> no but you're right <laughs> I really, it's, it's really tricky for me to listen to anything when the audio is terrible. The video can be terrible as long as the audio is nice. Yeah. If the audio is nice, you can pretty much get away with anything.
1: Yeah. Let's see. Let's see how it goes. And
0: and I, I, I called Eric a guest, but really we want to have him on the show permanently now because he helped start Forget Computers. And so let's go back to the origin story. The origin story, we, I started a company and I went to Eric. For branding help, for name help, uh, for advice, and and by the way, Eric, I don't know if you remember this, but you're you're probably the only guy who supported me on this. I mean, nobody I told in nineteen really. None Kays. of your friends
2: or family supported you. You were like, I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to set out. I'm going to build something from nothing. And you didn't have any love from anybody? You just Not tell, really. Talk about, <laughs> is, is that like a sad band story, no. like <laughs> of overcoming huge adversity to make it in the big city, man? Tell that story too.
0: Well, we let's one story at a time, too.
1: <laughs> oh, right, right, right. I just
2: thought it was all
0: kind of intertwined. Well,
1: yeah, and I will it say- is sort of. I will say I didn't ever doubt Ben on anything because anything he did and put his mind to and he was passionate about, I knew he was going to give it his all and see it through and make it happen. So that's, it was easy for me to support him. Uh, I wanted to be part of it. Thanks, Eric. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't do it otherwise. I mean, you wouldn't even just like, I think we talked about that last episode about why you stopped being a designer because you said you could never be good enough or you couldn't get it to where you wanted it to be. So you just wouldn't do it. So I knew that if you were going to change gears and pick this other direction, it was something you felt confident about. You really uh, could see it through and and take it to a high level and felt good about it. So it was, wasn't, it wasn't hard to get behind that. So. That's cool. Well, thanks,
0: man. And, and, and I appreciate that you did get behind it because, um, yeah I, I i seriously don't think I mean maybe my memory is exaggerating, but I feel like nobody really uh was supporting me, and they all kind of in a gentle way said you know that's that's a bad idea, it's not gonna work or good luck you know mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, it did work out, thank you, and maybe I did it just despite those people that told me <laughs> that it wasn't gonna work <laughs> out but um that's what so I remember that challenge you yeah, know yeah you can't
1: yeah. do it.
2: <laughs> oh right. yeah yeah well some people feed off of that you know they really you know they, they don't need the the positive reinforcement as much as someone you know poo-pooing it and saying you know ho-hum you're not gonna do that They're like yeah i show you you know and it just gives them that little extra billy kid in their step
0: yeah i think maybe i i that motivated me a little more when i was a kid but i don't know i don't know about now <laughs> anyway um i remember at, this was early days of the internet and and eric and i have talked about this before this is a small tan- tangent but we talk about all the missed opportunities we had of just naming, you know, grabbing some domain names at that time because we always had these great ideas, but we didn't do anything with them. But anyway, at the time we were trying to come up with a name and it was always a name that you needed to, to type into the internet. I mean, 1998, mm-hmm. um, that was new novel, but definitely mm-hmm. something that we wanted.
2: What and- was the first one you ever bought?
0: Well, the first one was was Digital Logic, but it was also the most ridiculous because... I mean, ever
2: of all time? That's the first TLD you ever bought? Yes. Yeah. Cool.
0: Yeah, the one okay. that's come for... for cool. And it's still... The company's still registered as Digital Logic, but... It's DBA, right? I, uh, doing right. business as Forget Computers, yeah, because for legal reasons, it was easier to change yeah. the name sure. that way. And or, or because I didn't have a lawyer on staff, maybe. I have no idea. Anyway...
1: So- so I have an interesting uh, URL story. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah let's hear it. <laughs> just yeah, let's hear it because so, the story's going nowhere. Yeah. Well, well cool. you're I, I just think it's interesting. because <laughs> It's going me, everywhere, man. Yeah, it's going story. everywhere. Look, you know, well, one thing, and I mentioned this to Ben after our last podcast is, you know, when you have guests on, it it, it can be good, too, to introduce them kind of, you know, and be like, hey, this is you know, Eric, oh, yeah, Eric right. Castman. Good idea. from. <laughs> from, from <laughs> from uh, from funnel and funnel bespoke brands and he has a branding firm and he does you know uh, artisanal food and beverage distilleries um, creative services branding all around the world and wink, wink. you know on and on all this stuff and you, you know you can go to funnel.tv and check out his work and get to his blog and his instagram and all those good cool. social media places where you can follow along and and get
0: shout outs uh, in the notes. <laughs> Did you just make that up, Eric or is that all true? No, I'm just kidding. It's all, it's all true.
1: Yeah. So uh, and and the reason why I say that is is because um, back in 1995, I believe I was always I, I knew since I was in school that I wanted to have my own company someday sooner than rather than later, and so I was always kind of thinking about it as I was working at jobs and stuff, and I came up with this name this name funnel, which I really liked because I thought as an artist and as a designer and a branding person. Um, and then as a company, it, you know, going back to process, it's all about process, about taking in all this inspiration, information, distilling it down to its essence and creating something. So I just, I loved this name that was based on that process. That was a very simple name, uh, but, it, but it really illustrated what I felt like, uh, what I was gonna be doing. And so I immediately went on, cause I at least knew enough, uh, you know, the internet was around enough to where I was like, man, I should see if I could get funnel.com. I go on there and, search it. And it's some crazy experimental website where there was just something running, like some digital weird thing with numbers and flowing. And it it wasn't a company or anything. It was just some experimental thing someone had done. And I was like, this is unbelievable. It's already taken. I mean, this was early days. And then uh, I was like, I'll just do F-U-N-L, like funnel. And i looked that up and it was like, oh, that's like some kind of workout gym in, in England or something. It was, everything was already kind of taken at that point. So I did find this new thing called funnel dot tv and back then there was no there weren't a lot of other things besides dot coms and so this one was dot tv and i thought wow that's kind of cool and a television sort of like a portal like a funnel like it goes you know somebody creates the stuff it goes through this device this technology and then the the viewer uh experiences it so to me that's no different than almost like a painting on the wall an artist makes it you hang it up there and someone looks at it it goes through this medium whatever it's a canvas it's a tv it's a website it's whatever and and somebody an audience experiences it so i thought that's kind of Cool, funnel.tv. I like that. So I grabbed it and I didn't. And this is 1995. I didn't start this company until, you know, 2005. But it literally stood for the island Tuvalu, which I guess is in the South Pacific somewhere it's a it's a tiny it was a country code um for this island that's right um and uh and so people would always ask what is that and I'd be like it's this kind." Con- it was just a, a random thing and it cost a lot more than a.com but it was original and cool and now now it does stand for television they switched over to that but anyway that's the origin story for funnel.tv and you know trying to buy a url back in the in the 90s
2: so that's so cool well, man that you there. had a vision You know, you had a vision and, you know, a a friend of mine did, had a very similar story. The first TLD he ever bought was for his company. Um, If I remember, and it was people of earth media and he passed away, unfortunately Um, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't built. He had um, Schiedrager disease. So he, you know, he knew he wasn't going to live very long anyway. And so right before he passed, it's almost like he was prescient about it or something right before he passed, he had an offer and he sold it. For forty-two thousand dollars. Wow, and you know he paid he was he, he? I think that was uh, September, and and he passed away. I want to say November. He kind of turned me, but he turned me on to a lot of this, this kind of you know this TLD real estate that we're talking about, right? Like it was really that was an exciting time, you know, like early 2000s TLD. When there
0: was Chad. What's TLD?
2: Top-level domain, your master, whatever you want to call your main domain that your email is at, your website is at, that's called a TLD and it's man, you know, then you have subdomains of that, right? Like if you had like blog dot, you know, you hate it when I say buttwack, but like blog dot, com, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. um, com <buttwhack.com laughs> would be the TLD. And that's cool because there's tons of, you know, you, you, you mentioned Eric that there, you know, this vanity URL idea that was all new then. And now there's like all these, you know, yeah. bazillions of them. Well, the funny but, thing is,
1: even to this day, even though there's a bunch of them, you'd think people would be more, more familiar with it. To this right. day, I'll tell somebody funnel.tv, and they'll go dot .com. I'm like, no, no dot .com. Yeah, <laughs> this is right. dot .tv. No more. Yeah, it doesn't have to have a .com. You know. <laughs> like,
0: do do I need www? <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah,
2: I mean, most people are using apps anyway. You know, like the, the app is like it kind of I don't know abstracting. That's kind of cool, but to your point, like people don't think about that stuff. You know, they just mm-hmm. think it's .com. But well, remember that video. That famous video of people walking around, I think it's like Times Square. This is like 2002. And, and somebody from Google's down there asking people what a browser is. Do you know what a browser mm-hmm. is? Remember this video? Mm-hmm. Oh man, check no. it out. Sometimes like Google it, like on you know, a rainy day and you just don't feel like you know, close the blinds, don't answer the phone kind of thing. And you just check that out, like Google Times Square, what's a browser? And it is really, uh, it's kind of crushing to to hear some of the you know it's granted you know it's 2002 or you know it's still pretty early but i don't know that it would be that different if you went down there now you know it's just it's really easy to use technology and not know you know just it's kind of easy to ride in cars and you know not understand much about how it works or how it's cool and how it's flawed and
1: yeah, Well, your, your story, though, about, you know, someone being able to buy a domain and then making a ton of money off of it. I think that's what, you know, Ben and I talk about a lot of the, all the missed opportunities we've had or, or just not taking advantage or at the same time. I mean, my whole business and, I, and Ben as well has been built on this the crest of this technology wave. Right. I mean, that I'm working again with people all over the world from Indianapolis have been doing it for 15, 20 years now, which, you know, 20 years ago was pretty rare for someone to live here and be working with people all around everywhere. Everybody worked in their own little, you know, community, especially in a smaller city like this. that isn't on the coast. Uh, you know, it was, it was kind of original and different on the white river. Yeah. On the white river and and the broader world, the (laughs) canal, we built our businesses off of it still, but we never had one of those. I mean, at least I haven't, I don't know if you have or not been one of those big moments where you just cash in huge on something, some little decision that you made, you know, on, on, on some kind of technology, new technology. And, um, but well, no just, domain names, no I domain just, name
0: luck. Yeah, yeah Eric.
1: I, so I did just, uh, and again, I won't. We we could talk about this later or something. But I did just buy some NFT stuff. So oh, yeah. we'll see. Uh, I don't know because I was like, I'm just. I know. I know that's even been around for a while, and I'm just now finding out about it or whatever. But I was like, I'm just going to try it and see how it is. And it was an interesting process, and it's it was super confusing. And they're actually uh, like uh, the band Weezer, like Weez, Weezer trading cards. And for their, one of their new albums that just came out and they went on sale and I bought just like $20 worth of these, a pack of cards. You open them just like you would a physical pack of trading cards. And they sold out though, pretty quickly, like within a half hour. And I just did the math on it of what they were selling and how much they had. And they made $222,000 in like Mm -hmm. half an hour on the sale Mm -hmm. of these things. But then I also saw another video about some artist who's creating NFTs and he was talking about the (laughs) costs involved. Of like mm-hmm. all the different places where money comes out along the process, which is everywhere, and so like <laughs> out of, if, you, if, yeah. if you if you make like two hundred dollars, you might get twenty dollars if you're lucky out of out of the two hundred dollar sale, according to his his story and what he had. And been for the number. listeners,
0: Eric uh, NFT is, is non fungible token. Fungible token. Thank you, Chad. Yep. Yep. I don't, I don't, we can't recommend investing in those right now. We'll talk about that later (laughs) on another episode. This is not
1: investment advice.
0: Yeah, this is not investment advice. But I will. Uh, let's get back to our story. Let's try to stick to it. Let's try to get that, it I done. I think that would be a
1: whole episode. We could talk about that that stuff. That which would be yeah, really for interesting. For sure, for yeah. sure, we could definitely do that. It is,
0: and um, it's not
2: going away. You know, people can poo poo, and there's all the haters, and you know, right. this stuff isn't. This stuff is. You know, it's been around, like you said. You know, I mean, the first yeah. time I used any of that stuff was 2010 in You're Spain. Right, like it was just easier to, you know, move. I don't know it's domain just,
0: names. The fun- are not going away. I agree with
2: you. <laughs> no, I meant like <laughs> cryptocurrencies and, and things like that. Yeah, no, hopefully TLDs won't go away. DNS is really fragile though. I mean, it, it'd be nice to uh, have a more robust, you know, uh, I don't know, I'm tangenting. We're going yeah, back yeah. to the story. Let's, go, the story let's go
0: back to Digital Logic, the original Digital name Logic, the, the original company, name. company, which was... And your first the,
2: TLD that you bought.
0: Yeah, but you know, I can't even remember the exact uh, URL. It was, it was not ideal. It was... Because really, to be, I think now that I'm thinking it through, we came up with a name and then we went searching for the domain, couldn't get it, got some variation of like digital dash logic, which was also mm-hmm. a, a big debate, like typing two L's back to back looks really weird in a URL. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. We, went, we went with the dash. I don't think we even had the dot, dot com. I don't remember. All I know is we have the slogan, forget computers, be creative. That was the original one.
1: Yeah, well, that Uh, was, I I think that's where you had the digital logic thing. And then I started working on the post, we were doing some marketing and creating these postcards mm -hmm. and reaching out. And the whole, the whole premise of Ben's business was that he was going to help, you know, the creative industries deal with their technology. So it was going to be design firms and photographers Mm -hmm. and people like that specifically on Apple computers. So it was that whole, it was really a very targeted uh, segment that we needed to message to. And for me, I've, you know, uh very being again being very process oriented but also coming up through when computers are just coming out there was always this huge debate on whether you did stuff with a pencil or with the computer and which is right and which is wrong there was a real like black and white question to what's right and what's wrong which is of course ridiculous but um this is another tool and to me you know i told ben because we were talking about he was talking about what he's going to be doing and i was like you know as a designer I understand how to use my computer. I understand enough about the workings of to make it work, to do what I need, but I don't really understand how it works. I'm not a tech, I'm not a computer guy. I'm a designer, I'm an artist. And I said, I just want it to work. I don't care how it works kind of, you know? So, and I think that's, I think I kind of came up with that like, well, I want to just forget computers and be creative. I don't want to know all the inner workings. And that's what you're, that's what digital logic mm-hmm. is great for, because they're going to be there to help with that to where it becomes transparent. The technology just sort of like a pencil. Like you don't think about how a pencil works. You don't, you know, you, I need to sharpen it. You know what I mean? I know that. Right. But I don't think about how does graphite come off onto the paper and what about the pulp of the paper? And because uh, th- you could really probably delve down into that to some microscopic level to say, why does that even work? You know, but who cares? I just want it to work. And it was the same mm-hmm. with computers. And so that was where I was born. And then Ben, I think I remember Ben, you're, you just said like, oh, this could be, I love it. Forget computers. What if that's the company? I thought that was genius. I'm like, yeah, why can't it be that? That's so much more interesting and weird than digital logic. You know? It really is. Terrible, it, you but-
2: know, interesting and, and weird. That's how exactly how you know, people like the, when I first started working with Ben, he gave me these business cards, Right. And I have to say Which ones were the were coolest, the coolest, the, the initial ones were the cyber resilience lead. And then you print, I gave those all out. I was going to, oh, yeah. The, okay. And, the ones you, you know, meetups yeah. and yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to that. Because we've had several quick.
0: over the years in Eric, Eric's design hall. Whatever
2: them, the so. most recent, whatever that last yeah. design was, right? And it just yeah. to feel it. Okay. So, first of all, like I'm not even going to comment on typography and, you know, all the other things. It was just the way it felt unforgettable. Okay. And, and like, I, like, I grew up with a dad who thought that the business back then in and, and that like era of like retail in the eighties, like the business card was like a point of pride. It was like, people went through a lot of trouble. So it wasn't like now it's just mass produced and you can buy 15,000 or whatever, you know, you want for $17 or whatever. I mean, there was like a lot of time and intention that went into that. Right. I remember American and, Psycho. Well, I do, you yeah. know, in the eggshell. And he talks about, you know, all the, you know, it's almost obsessive and all the Phil Collins and yeah, sure. Yeah. You know, page 88. Oh, it's crazy. Um, So meanwhile, the the whole movement of this card, like I remember the first time you gave me one and I just held it. Number one, it, it just had this tactile, it was, imme- you know, it had this, I don't know, like you just had to hold it. Right. And and I tried so this business card collection growing up and, I, and it was immediately memorable to me. Cause I was like, I've never seen anything like this. It was so refreshing. It caught me completely by surprise. And if you can do that, kind of like your pencil analogy, Eric, I love that, right? It just works. You don't really need to understand it. It just, it just, whatever reason, you yeah. know, it can break rules it can do all kinds of things, as long as it just creates, you know, that, that experience, that response, it's really, yeah. you guys really had a great idea.
1: And, it, and also, I think I, I always like to do branding that, makes people want to know it's not like you're forcing them or trying to hard sell them you do something mm-hmm. that's interesting enough to where all of a, yeah. a sudden you people just want to well, what does that mean like so you're yeah. a technology company but you're saying forget computers i don't understand <laughs> yeah. You know what i mean so now they're yeah. actually asking keep you some toes. Yeah, you know? sure. so yeah you know sure yeah turn, yeah it turns the conversation all the way around and yeah, and it totally cool. makes sense when you explain it it's like oh yeah We take care of it. So you don't have to, so you can just forget about it and just do your job, do what you need that tool to do for you or whatever. So, yeah.
2: And it's pretty universal too. I'll say like the first time, I think the first time I used it was at circle city. It might've been circle city con was the first time in in Indianapolis, Mm. right? I went to the hacker con there. It's really famous, you know, and it's delightful. It's really great for families and totally accessible and and inclusive. and, and, And it's a pretty unique blend of, you know, you know, people in the industry, InfoSec, and immediately like, you know, well, Dash asked my little guy, he said, dad, can I, can I hand out some cards too? And I was like, sure, man. So I gave him his own stack and he was so proud to go. He probably gave out as many as I did. Right. And everybody responded the exact same way. It yeah. was a del- especially when it stood out there because it's like a lot of, you know, go- you know, government contractors and, you know, security. Like, you know, it's a kind mm-hmm. of a, it can be kind of a snobby environment, mm-hmm. right? And stiff. There's not a lot of, you know, it, it's kind of windows
1: And this is what happens too when people, like you say, like business cards don't mean anything or whatever because they kind of like became this and then right, all right, of a sudden right. they went away. And so now mm-hmm. they really do because now if you do something really special, really cool, really interesting... People are blown away by your effort, even just like, wow, what did you do? You're not just going to text me it or something. Yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah. yeah. And and Ben, you know, to Ben's credit, and this is what it always takes too, the the patrons that I work with, they believe in these things and invest in them. So I don't know which Mm -hmm. version of the card that you're specifically talking about, but we've done ones that are, you know, offset printed on really nice, Mm -hmm. heavy paper, and then they're engraved in gold ink and they're embossed. i mean there are all these processes that require making guys i've never seen anything like it yeah they take time they take money and it's Mm -hmm. apparent when you feel it and look at it it is know that oh this person this company really is different serious and they're serious and and they keep it too and there's a thing you invest that money into doing that but you get that back like crazy because again they're interested they want to know more they hang on to it they don't just you know, toss it aside, they put it on Mm -hmm. their desk, they keep it, they show it to other people.
2: It's a statement, right? And my grandma would have loved you, man. She would have loved you, Eric, because she used to say, Chad, how someone does anything is how they do everything. (laughs) And I think that, you know, I've carried that with me my whole life. And, and when I see something like that, someone's first transmission to me, that's a really good start. Yeah. You know, like you can't start on a better foot than that. Right. And then when you're like pulling the, the the rope on the lawnmower of collaboration or whatever that is, and you're trying to jump that. Like, right? you know, you need that. I don't know. There's something about that spark. And um, you know, people will pay for that. I think I would love to see the business card make a comeback and, and it'd be a thing again and just really hot.
0: We might see that next year post pandemic.
2: Yeah, well, or yeah, later this year. Totally know. it's totally or maybe plausible. after this
0: podcast when it goes viral and Eric gets all these <laughs> requests. <laughs> well, for well man, business it's cards. Awesome.
2: It's well,
1: an awesome and, and, and the thing is, I've kind of seen that happen, like go up and down over the years because, and again, I don't know, Ben, if you want these all to turn into design podcasts, but you know, it's fine. originally back when people still did do business cards, I would always want to do cards like that. Like, especially when I worked for other companies and stuff, I'd be like, we need to do letterpress. We need to make this really cool. And, you know, it would cost extra money. And you would tell people like, this is going to be really cool. And it's, but it's going to cost this much money. And they'd be like, uh no, nah, that's okay. Just do the other one that we always do that costs less. And then be like, okay, one so that, it was like- what? One that's
0: cheap, makes <laughs> us look cheap. Yeah.
1: Well, and, and, maybe if, and it <laughs> yeah, might still right. look okay. It's just not exceptional. It may still be professional, but it's not exceptional. It's not going to cut through. Mm-hmm. It's going to blend in with everything else from a, mm-hmm. from a feel standpoint. But, but so it was really hard to get people to go that extra to do it. And, and it is. the funny thing about it after a few years and after the internet took off and that technology was going and people were sharing work and design work online and showing cool stuff that actually educated people to the point where they would see things on online, like cards with letterpress and, mm-hmm. you know, embossing and all these different mm-hmm. things on really cool. And a lot of times wedding invitations, maybe, and things like that, even. And sure, so people sure. got educated about what these things actually were and how they looked and what they were all about to the point where, People would just contact me and go, "I want that one thing where it's like pressed into the paper, like and and I don't care cool. how much it costs. Literally, people right, went right. from no, I don't want to spend any extra money to I will pay whatever it takes to have that cool ass business card. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it yeah, really yeah. did. I was uh, it was amazing to see it. And to they're like the, the tattoos
2: the, of the business world or something. Like, it doesn't matter how good or bad somebody's having a year, you know, they're gonna spend money on that, right? If that's a priority or a value for them, they're they're definitely gonna.
0: Okay. What? Well, so uh, I want to get back to. <laughs> <laughs> so Digital Logic
1: uh-huh.
0: um, was the original name with the, bad, with the bad URL that nobody could type in mm-hmm. just because early days of the internet, it had all these variants. I couldn't even say it half the time, Digital Logic, <laughs> without slurring my, my words. And we had the slogan, which we had come up with, forget computers, be creative. And I don't remember exactly what it was, but at a certain point, uh, I know I talked to Eric about it and we even decided that we would just keep the same logo. And I think Eric might've thought that was, you know, not quite going to work, but I'm like, you know what? No, I, I still think it works. Let's go with it. Do you remember the the original logo was the, it was like a, uh, what yeah, do you call it, was it, a, it? was
1: a silhouette of a, a head with a, a kind of bit mapped uh, arrow click. Yeah, on I've the, seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brain. It's so, really cool.
2: It's really cool. Yeah. And it would be because it's kind of agnostic. It, it's not as committed as the, as the current, you know, FC with the lightning bolt. Mm-hmm. you know yeah well it
1: literally cool. as an icon said for it, it was like digital logic in an icon form without having to say it so in a way we got to change the name of the company to forget computers but the icon still was kind of That's saying cool. digital logic because it was just like digital yeah. icon clicking on a brain you know kind of feel i think so
0: yeah sort of and really i emotional. always felt i always felt it was kind of like clicking like just forget about it like clicking your forehead like mm-hmm. you know you can you can forget about it but
2: was there um, a day though was there like a day where you just like Turn the switch on. You're like, there's no looking back now. Like this, or like you were like, you know, screw this. Like, you know, I'm quitting and I'm gonna do this thing. There wasn't like a definitive like moment where you were. It was just like full speed ahead, with just well. I had given this
0: myself. Uh, so my wife was working full time. We had we had no kids. We had decided together that I would give myself six months, and if I couldn't make you know make a living in in six months, I would go wow. back out and look for a job.
2: That's awesome. That's and, awesome. and, and it worked.
0: Yeah. And Eric and I had come up with uh, some postcards. We had four postcards we were going to mail. It was this campaign four postcards, brightly colored, fun, like totally the opposite of anything you would see in mm-hmm. coming from a tech company.
1: Mm-hmm. Very they creative. Kind of, they were kind right? of, uh, they were kind of almost like pop art feeling and sort of cool. gritty and photocopied and imperfect, Nice, but, but almost like day right. glow kind of like high end zines.
2: Mm hmm.
1: Yeah
0: cool. Yeah. And there was a magazine at the time, a design magazine, which I have it. I just found it recently. I should have pulled it out for this podcast, but I can't remember the name which, and I, oh. I, I don't have the list in front of me, but it, it was a special design issue focusing on the top like 20 designers in Chicago. Ah. So that, that was my hit list of 20. Cool. And was that the I, Chicago
2: I think, seven or no, not the Chicago seven. That's another story. The Chicago, what, what is the design? There's a number I don't know. It, it it didn't
0: last very long, this magazine. I think it was a few years. And then, Yeah, you know, it was only business. a few years. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah that's right. And but, a lot of them uh, are still um, around, but they're scattered, I think. I don't think they're... Yeah, you know, but and, uh,
0: some of the clients on that list are still clients. Uh, Maria Grillo, cool. Bart Crosby. Um, Shout outs. Yeah. And they and I think we ended up getting, with those postcards, like three-fourths of the people on that list.
2: Wow, that's As, as
0: clients. Yeah, it was, it was unbelievable. amazing. unbelievable. And we never, I never sent out the fourth mailing because we were too oh, that's busy. That's cool. That's cool. I mean, I was too yeah, busy. You already? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> and I needed to hire somebody to and I had no clue how to do that. And lo- you know, looking back on it, uh, it was a perfect opportunity to grow a business quickly. And frankly, I blew it. I didn't know how to take advantage of that. And I was turning people away. Not a
2: bad thing. The flip side. Are you thinking about starting a new company someday? Like, I mean, I know you're you're happy as a clam right now, but is that something you would you would do again and try to iterate on?
0: No, I
2: would no. (laughs) Been there, done that. (laughs) Right on. That's cool. That's cool. But
0: at the time, you know, the the positive side, you know, as you maybe were hinting at, is you know, we did things we did things right. Like we didn't just. Grow to grow and hope that it worked out like we only took on work we could handle and we did things right and we did things well. And that's probably why we still have those clients today. Yeah, But I would say also it's been so it's been 20, 20 plus years since that time. And it, my intention was to work on workflow, but everyone's computers and, and networks and systems were such a mess. And at the time, <laughs> frankly, the, you know, the computers were unreliable really relative to today that sure. I, couldn't, I couldn't even focus on workflow. And that's how I kind of fell into support and maintenance and then eventually you know, grew into security with you, Chad. But I still feel like we, we only touch on workflow. We never really get deep into workflow and
2: it would be great it's kind of this the holy grail in a lot of ways yeah you know because it takes two and and there has to someone has to care someone has to own it internally it's hard that's the only downside that's right to the consultant life is it it's it takes a little longer to build trust it takes a little longer to kind of break through that whatever that thin film is that when you're not an insider you're not a you know an fte you don't have the same even internally, a lot of cultures are too calcified right? to, to, yeah. to move them in these positive directions. So it's, it's always a challenge.
0: Yeah. So eventually, at some point, we changed the name and had to get new cards, which, which is always fun. Came in handy. Yeah. And we, yeah. And we had, a- Eric, I think this is when we created those plastic cards, which those were the coolest cards and still are today. We had Do you created, still have them? We still have some, yeah. Oh. We have, I have some of every card we've ever created. And we went, so we went from these like green on one side, almost fluorescent green, not quite, but bright green on one side, white on the other digital Mm. logic cards to these plastic cards. And Eric, you can probably describe it better than me, but it was very simple. It was very plain. It was just email address and phone number. That's all it was on a plastic card. And you, if you held it in certain light, it disappeared, so you couldn't even oh, see it. Oh, that's
2: cool! Is,
1: that's cool.
0: Which sounds crazy. I love like, it. Now I I'm can't even see, see your. One. I can't even see your business card, Eric. How would you describe it? <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think you know the first cards were more traditional. They had you know the design was kind of different and interesting in this segment, but the card itself wasn't produced in any yeah very it's pretty unique basic way. Um, so yeah, these cards, and I think this kind of comes out of, again, being in the Apple kind of stuff. It's when Apple was doing a lot of their translucent, transparent, mm-hmm. uh, you know, bodies on, on the computers and stuff and on the mouse and everything. And that was like the design language for Apple really on everything at that point. And so I think we started from there from an inspiration point, but then my thing, and this is still one of the, my favorite things I've ever done is was how minimal could this be, and I think that's another mm-hmm. you know Apple you know design goal or whatever is is to get things out of the way you know and make things simple and and this idea also of forget computers again, get make things disappear and you guys yeah. have
2: such good chemistry, right? I mean, to come at this and have nothing and then stumble on oh, forget computers because it it sounds like Eric, when you said forget computers, you didn't mean for that to be like. You were just riffing. You were just like, "Yeah, you just the mind. You were trying to imagine almost like creating a user story, right? Like, I really just want to forget about this so I can focus on like growing my business, right?" And they carry that through. Like, I think the voice in the in the design of the cards kind of even speaks to this. Uh, I don't know. I interrupted you. I should probably shut the hell up. But...
1: <laughs> yeah, well, this is my goal is to have someone like Ben, who as a patron allows me to do what I do and to get inspired by him and what he's trying to do, then bring myself to it, especially something like this. that's so close to me and, and my experience of what I do every day, literally mm-hmm. using a computer. So, you know, that 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 is like a great collaboration is to have the person uh, with the money hiring me to do it and pull it together and come up with something and, and, and to also have the courage to do these things. Cause like I said, I think, I do think I was just like, uh, I was thinking of it as a tagline, forget computers, be creative. That's what I want. It's a tagline. We use it as a tagline for a while. And then for right. Ben though, to be able to say like, Hey, I'm going to just change the name of the company to forget computers because that's pretty cool. I mean, that's awesome because a lot of people would never do that. would be like, that's too risky or whatever. And especially because I just started this company anyway. Now I'm going to change the name already. I mean, that's that's really awesome that you know Ben was uh, able to do that. But getting back to those cards specifically, the thing that was cool about it was, is I just wanted to see how far can we boil this down? So it was literally just Ben's name, his phone number and his email address and your website's in your email address. So right. there, there was literally just this one little line of text that had everything and the card itself. We had a, cause back then I'm kind of amazed. Now you can go on Google now and find anything and get it printed in a low quantity. Right. Back then you couldn't, it was hard to find And if you these, did. These find were, it, you had,
0: nobody had these, nobody, you had
1: to, you had to buy 20,000 of them. So Ben did a bunch of work and found this place. That was a place that makes credit cards. They print credit cards and we got it printed there. So it was on this translucent plastic. And then we were able to print this sort of milky frosted white. And so some of the type reversed it out, reversed out of that. And then there was some soft gray type of some of the other information. So depending on what background you held it on, parts of it would show up or disappear and it would literally just dissolve, you know? And I Mm -hmm. I was just looking the other day for these photos because I want to put them out there again. Cause I still, it's one of those things that we did years ago, you know, Mm -hmm. and I still, it's one of my favorite things I've done. And it still holds up. I mean, you look at it and go, that's super cool, you know? But yeah. I love that. And that's when it all does come together and when it can be like perfectly minimal, but yet be really innovative and also just stop people, make people think, like kind of do everything, you know? And yeah, it's almost like, where do we go from there? You know what I mean? On, on yeah. how do we keep evolving your brand and, and do something, something different? And, and if you remember, and we didn't do this, I also wanted to do, because at that time, there had been this company that developed this ink that was invisible until you got it into sunlight and then it would mm-hmm. reveal itself. So it was mm-hmm. like, now we need to do like thank you card, like postcards or something right. that's invisible and send it out to people and they just get this white paper. And, and and I don't know if we put small or something, take this out in the sun or something or whatever. But you know that idea of these things that kind of come into focus and go out of focus or, or appear and disappear is just super fun and interesting and, and playful, but in this really professional, minimal, high design way. Well, one last
0: thing I want to mention about the name is it was a very good indicator when I spoke to somebody and told them my company name, whether they were a good fit to work together or not, meaning- That's cool. That, that's, a cool <laughs> yeah. that's a cool litmus test. Yeah, it was a litmus test because there were, very, there were a few people and probably still are today. If I say, forget computers, I've had people say to me, that's the stupidest name I've ever heard. <laughs> Thanks for your I'm time. Like, okay. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. We're not going to work together. It reminds me of the, the two suits I was behind on North Michigan Avenue the week the Apple store opened in Chicago, the, the original one. So this was early days for Apple. This is probably only, I don't know if it was their third store, but it was definitely like maybe only their second flagship store they had opened. So no one really knew what was in future for an Apple store. And I was going there to have a meeting and I was walking behind these two guys in suits and one of them turned to the other as he pointed to the Apple store and said, biggest waste of retail space ever. <laughs> Those are the types of guys who, who would think my uh, Forget Computers was a stupid name. It was maybe five, 10 years later after Apple had established their stores as being successful that I read the Apple store on North Michigan Avenue per square foot was more profitable than yes. Tiffany's. That's true. Tiffany's uh, jewelry across the street.
2: Mm-hmm. That's right. That is a fact. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I maybe retail is going to have its day again. I would love to see there be a renaissance, you know, in retail and, you know, and see design, you know, really play more of a role in it than than before. Because there's so I, much.
1: Yeah. There's room for all- so much. I think, yeah, I think with all of these things, it becomes this thing where things get taken away and then you start missing, you didn't realize what you were going to miss, you know, so, yeah. and, and then Big only life. the good things come back. So that's what I was saying about like you in the business card, something simple like that. they came back, but they came back at the high end. So it's like the really special, really beautiful. That's the ones people want to make. They don't want to, they're not so excited to make just plain cheap business cards. You know what I mean? That's good. It's just like retail. And I think that a lot too, because it's so easy to go online and buy stuff and shop. And it's really great in a lot of ways because it's, you can find things you can't find that are in your area or whatever, but you don't get that. There's, there's a (laughs) whole experience you don't get that you're missing, but it'll, I kind of feel like it'll come back in a way where it's more high end or even like having small bookstores again or something, you know, mm-hmm. that are That'd that are be cool. one of a kind, mm-hmm. little places that have their own character, that have their own perspective and that you're getting something out of it by being there and seeing, and this goes back to, I think last time we talked a lot about curation and things mm-hmm. like that. It goes back to like what somebody, what experience someone's building for you that you can't get any other way than walking into totally. this place and interacting with them. and And that's not cheap. I mean, you're going to pay more for the books and whatever. And it's you know but it's you're getting this whole other thing you know and you know i think because i, I kind of miss that too i mean i like departments i like shopping i'm kind of a weirdo i because i love design and i love going and just experiencing and seeing all this stuff and you know, going into a and also just being sentimental, I guess, going into a department store with no windows and you just get lost in all these things. And there's clothes over (laughs) here and furniture over here and electronics and uh, like on these different floors. It's just a fun and kind of adventure, you know, and I think that, you know, that'll want to come back. And also just people testing out stuff and seeing it on the spot instead of like, I got to get five of these in, see if I like them, send them back, drive them over to you. I mean, it's just, it's kind of its own hassle in a different way, right? I mean, because you, yeah, it's just not so. It's not immediate. I mean, even though Amazon's trying their best to make it immediate, which is getting pretty close. But I will yeah. say the thing that stands out in my mind is when I would come over to Indianapolis, which is where I live now, and uh, visit my grandfather, I would go to, and it's funny, I literally live like five minutes from there now, this mall called Glendale, which was a really old mm-hmm. mall from the 60s. And it had outdoor, you know, shops, but it had this galleria or something and you would go down these stairs into the basement and it was open air and there was a hobby mm. shop down there it was all oh, glass walls, hobby shop. Yeah. and it was like mm-hmm. awesome like really like adult level like yeah that was next stuff. level
2: for sure yeah and it's super for cool. sure and then that yeah. place
1: went through all these evolutions It went into it got enclosed and made into a regular mall with like american eagle and a food court and it so it did that for a while then they like Tore down that whole half of the building and build a Target, and they, there was a Macy's. <laughs> it was it was some other department store. Then it became a Macy's. Yeah. Now the Macy's just died. It just died. You wow. know, like last uh, about a year and a half ago. And, okay. but you would go in there, and it was like walking back in time, going on the escalators and go up to the. Mm. I always love mm. going up to the third, the top floor where the furniture is, and again, no windows. So you just go up there, and there's these like living rooms. You know what I mean? It's just such yeah, yeah, interesting kind of experience and at that point like a ghost town too like nobody in there really? because nobody was shopping there and so now that's gone and I literally went there I need to like get these photos out of my photo library but took a bunch of photos of all these mannequins stacked in rows because they started cool. kind of tearing the place apart and selling things and just like huh. you know and it was almost like seeing it happen seeing this thing die like over time good idea and, man and, uh, that's a cool and now idea. they're making it into a library they're renovating it and a library nice. the library which is pretty cool so that's cool too
0: (laughs) just to to wrap this up before we go on a tour of old shopping malls maybe we'll do that next episode (laughs) did we that
2: was cool man
0: did we finish the origin story of the name forget computers are we are we satisfied with that
2: yeah it was great okay yeah 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 i want me to summarize yeah summarize Or are you cool well yeah it was it was really kind of a nice you know, riff kind of whimsical, the way you guys came up with it, like, you know, as just trying to imagine that, because everybody I've handed that to, right, whether it's at a hacker con, or, you know, somewhere around in the city, whatever, I would say, at least three quarters of the people, I mean, maybe some of them are trying to hide it, they're, huh, because it's me or something, I don't know, maybe, Mm -hmm. maybe not everybody like really likes it, but the way that I perceive it, the way I experience it, is everybody's like, wow, that's cool, right, like, it's, they're never going to forget that. You know, I mean, it's really, especially, you know, in the time of like this, that I've been talking about where I was in Indianapolis and there, you know, and then they want to riff on, they want to talk about it for computers. It's really good. What do you guys do? Like it's, you know, especially in a world, maybe that's a great example because especially in a world where that's so saccharine and so just like quick to market, whatever schwack, nobody thinks about design at all. Windows 97 level of Mm -hmm. design. And it just cuts through. It's stuck out like a sore thumb. You know, it's almost not fair. Kind of, kind of circle back to the beginning of this when we we're talking about microphones. You know, the kind of yeah. card that cards that you design, Eric, it's not even fair. <laughs>
1: yeah, so unfair. Uh, yeah, mm. I mean, that's nice. always the goal to me. Nice to summary. Any, any anything that I do is for it to do those things you're talking about because that's communication. You know what I mean? It's like stop people, you know, deliver some kind of an emotional experience and information. And and again, I also want to just restate again. The thing that's amazing is working with Ben to allow me to do some of these crazy things because some of these things on, you know, and we didn't even go into the details of this other design that was engraved and stuff, but it's, you know, it was riffing on really old technology of like computer punch cards and like mm-hmm. stuff from the early, yeah. early days of, of it's the cool, computer. Man. And, it's bringing, cool. you know, Ben, I know Ben, I remember you having like, why are you doing this? <laughs> like, are you sure? <laughs> yeah. and, and for me, to, and, and that's, what's amazing is for me to say, Ben, you know, trust me. And cause Ben was talking before about him trying to design stuff and people being like, well, I think it should be this or whatever. And there's a lot of reason behind what I do. And I'm able to usually explain that of like this is why it is this, but it still just takes that person because I'm not handing them out. Ben's handing them out. So he's the one who's gonna have to answer the questions when people go, What the hell is this? You know what I mean? So okay. um that's that's what's amazing to me is that Ben trusted me enough to let me do that. And I mean, I wouldn't want to let him down, so I wouldn't have I wouldn't have tried to get him to do it if I didn't believe in it and, and that, believe that is it would work. So
2: badass, but... man, you know, and Ben, you know, your, your strength, the thing that you bring, I mean, nobody asked me, but you know, <laughs> the strength that you bring to a partnership like that, that's kind of a nice quick story that you might appreciate because a pal of mine just became a dad a couple of mm-hmm. days ago. Mm-hmm. And he called me and celebrate and share the news. And he's crying. And, and he asked me, he says, so what's the best piece of dad advice you can give me. And, you know, like, what, what do you think is the most important skill? You know, we had this conversation is like, what do you think the most mm-hmm. important skill to teach your kid is? And I said, well, you know, man, I, you know, I, I, and I talked and I, and I mentioned Ben, I said, you know, what I see in Ben is someone who recognizes maybe his greatest strength. And this may be the most important strength anyone can have is to recognize strengths in others. And I think that that is a very endangered skill. Like not everybody, there's been a few leaders in design and leaders in tech who've exhibited, you know, that kind of characteristic, but you just don't see it very often, right? Yeah. Where someone is really gifted and then can trust their instincts to say, this person is really good at this. This person is really good at this and assembling these teams, these orbits of people, you know, right. that to be should be let
1: go and not, and not control it. You know, that's the thing. Too. Yep. It's like, just yeah. let, like believe in this person or this company or whatever Mm -hmm. and say just I trust you you can do Mm -hmm. it like because I know a lot of times he does have his own like Cause he's a designer too. And he would have like, well, mm-hmm. I think, you know what I mean? It would be very easy for him to be like, no, and just take it and go, I think it should be this, you know? And there's mm-hmm. definitely, and th- and again, hopefully one of my strengths is too. I do listen to Ben and he does a ton mm-hmm. of everything that's been done for computers is inspired by him. It's based mm-hmm. on our conversations. It's very collaborative. Even if I take things and run with it and do something crazy and bring it back. Clearly. It's yeah. There's still, just great communication. Yeah, it's you know, it's, a, yeah. yeah, it well, is. Thanks it guys.
0: Both. Is. Thank you. Both of you. I want to add to that, uh, Eric, because I think, you know, in all fairness, there are times where we disagree and there are times where I try to convince you and you try to convince me. And sometimes it's like a day later we're like, uh, I was thinking about what you said and yeah, okay. That's cool. Let's do that. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: but yeah, that's what you need, right? That's what, Yeah, that's you have to be able yeah, to. The good. best
2: teams have to be able to disagree and, you know, and accept, you know, be unassuming. You, you both yeah. seem very unassuming that way like it's important
0: well one of the things i'm very bad at
2: is introducing guests and well, no, talk talk <laughs> oh, about
0: themselves so and, and eric the reason that is is i don't really think of you as a guest you, you're now you're now part of this you're oh, not, no. not gonna let you <laughs> off the hook you're here well you know uh,
1: recording like we've been recording <laughs> like, yeah. okay okay it's this. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah because it irritates me that we start talking about some really interesting stuff and i'm not recording yeah. so i'm just like totally. i'm hitting record eric you have funnel.tv and instagram is that also your instagram handle
1: no, I mean if you go to funnel.tv, yeah. everything is there. Okay, I mean, just think, go there. Just yeah, go there. I, I think that's probably the easiest. I mean, I think all my all my social media stuff is pretty much universally at funnel underscore Eric Cass.
0: So because Forget Computers, the company, not the name, was acquired by Antiva, n t i v a dot com. That's our new technology company name. Uh, we're going to rebrand Forget Computers. And the website's going to be refreshed eventually to, to, to go with this podcast. But for now, if you go forgetcomputers.com, it's just going to have some links to Intiva and kind of explain what it, what it is. Chad, is there anything you want to say and until we get our official intro, outro built? You want <laughs> sure to promote you want. anything? You want to, you want to say, here's where you can mm. find my cool butt schwack?
2: <laughs> yeah. No, not really this is just okay. fun i mean i'm you know me i'm not i'm not super like promo but people you know, well, you but, me uh, there is a there's a stuff.
0: Prom, there's a promotional aspect to it that, in order to get people to know about it
2: right so that, yeah that's really i think helps. that's cool yeah, yeah just yeah, say that, okay. it'd be nice to have forgetcomputers.com redirect to you know something that, that, well, yeah i think the that's is- that's the goal yeah. Well, and I
1: think too, it's like I was thinking from our last conversation uh, we had, we had some pretty good things in there, and it was like, what if people want to know more, or what if they want to dig deeper? So I think it's just giving people an outlet for that, and I think forget computers could be that at some point too, of some links and some things that we yeah. that are discussed on here and talked about, where people can dig in deeper and yeah. you know hopefully comment too and and bring some dialogue to the conversation from out there from the listeners so i think just that interactive part of the conversation would be awesome which as well. which we didn't even do this time we didn't even do the hashtag forget computers this time we have to do that well, right?
0: we can still do it let's do it right now wrap it up eric uh you're on
1: uh, oh no i'm just gonna i'm just done right i mean i already said stuff before earlier about i, I don't know it was fun it was a good conversation thanks for having well what are you things.
0: doing anything this weekend related to uh, hashtag forget computers you got oh, any plans? oh
1: that's that thing ah I see. yeah that thing uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I hope to get outside if the weather's been like it has been uh the previous couple of days. It was beautiful, sunny, no humidity, uh, not hot, mm-hmm. but perfect spring weather. And yeah, I think just get outside in the yard, do some yard yeah. work and soak up some sun, get away from the computer, forget the computer, and mm-hmm. uh and just be. So there you yes. go.
0: Yeah, and uh last Saturday I got my second shot of Pfizer. So two weeks later, I'm fully vaccinated, and that's the that's when Eric Cass is going to come visit Chicago. Nice. And, nice. uh Chad, maybe we should try to get together. Maybe, maybe you should, should come up. Live we have podcast. a great porch.
2: We have a great porch. Oh, yeah? yeah, we have a great porch. It's pretty chill. Yeah, if you want to come up to Evanston, uh, it'd be great. That's awesome.
0: Eric's going to be here for the weekend, so we'll, we'll, I'll try to. Plan hopefully the in. weather will be I'll, nice i'll That'll run it cool. by you yeah it's
2: probably gonna be because these are the last cool days do you want me to go next or do you want to go ben
0: that pretty much was my hashtag computers <laughs> 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 right. got i got, my shot. That's for I good got computers. my shot and next weekend not this weekend but next weekend i'm gonna feel a little better about going out and uh, eric's gonna come visit uh, maybe after that visit we'll, we'll have a plan for the Refresh of the forgetcomputers.com. Uh, yeah, ben always
1: makes me work when I come up and visit. I, it's that's never, right. Uh, it's never just a visit to enjoy things. It's uh, there's a project involved. I so buy him are, some beer, some pizza, too,
0: right? fun, and we really? work. Yeah, we're gonna paint the office. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's
2: cool. That's cool. Yeah, whatever. No.
0: Here's so a box Chad, of nails, and a.
2: I'll be back in an hour. <laughs> that's
0: right. What do you What are you doing these days? I, I know um, you were at a. Well, I guess we can't talk about virtual con. I won't, I won't even say anything. You, it, this is your hashtag, <laughs> Forget
2: computers. Yeah, off, you know, forgetting computers, I've been playing a lot of tennis. Um, oh, yeah. My little dude, my little dude, he's still totally into it. He's just like that every day, you know, when we get our work done. And either before or after dinner, um, we can usually sneak it in even after dinner. It's staying, you know, pretty light out. So where do you play? And- we just have some courts like a, a quick really just a couple blocks away from us
0: okay and it's easy and, to, uh, to we just ride our spot? bikes
2: over there yeah yeah i mean, I mean not, it depends. too like, busy we we don't usually try on the weekends um okay. the weekends we find other things to do we play weekdays that's kind mm-hmm. of our like in the evenings like while everybody mm-hmm. else is eating dinner you know because yeah. our dinner hour is a little my wife is is grew up in switzerland so we eat you know like a little later than the typical Americans. And so we can usually go back to the courts and, and play. And the kit just, you know, it's just fun, man. I mean, it's it's a totally different muscle group. And the last time we were there, there was this mom, or maybe it wasn't a mom, maybe it was just an instructor and another a little girl that was probably a year or two younger. And we were like doing the same things, you know, two courts mm-hmm. And, uh, it was, it was especially satisfying because there was just this like symmetry. I don't know how to explain it. Right. And they have these, I don't know if you've seen them, but there's these like big squishy tennis balls that they use for little kids. Now they didn't have when I was a kid. Hmm. I have not Um, seen those. Oh, and it's just like so much friendlier right they're super bouncy i mean you'll see them mm. but you know it's just little little improvements here and there and i so i'm really grateful for that because that's all him like you know he's like the, the kids are all pretty good about fulfilling their pe requirement for the day yeah. you know they'll be pretty creative with a trampoline or whatever, whatever and so that's kind of been my
1: hashtag computers eric did you course. ever play tennis growing up i did not play tennis uh but i do think i have to jump off this podcast because yeah. i have a not a roommate, but a life partner, and a couple <laughs> dogs locked in the basement yeah. right now. <laughs> oh, you, yeah, like, whining and crying to get yeah, out of the basement. Yeah, you
0: better let noise. them out of the basement. Yeah, call <laughs> so I
1: thanks
2: for joining us, man. Making thanks for having me. Hey,
0: we'll be back in two weeks. All three of us. will be back. We'll talk more about yeah. this. Yes. Okay. Great. Over now. All right, guys. All right, Later. Take care. Bye. Bye.